to Remelations. We're your hosts. I'm Mindy. And I'm Brooke. Remelations is a dream interpretation podcast where we read listeners' dreams from nightmares to the just plain bizarre. Join us as we give you our comedic interpretation of your fucked up REM cycle. This week we have a dream from Kevin about shady government control and hiding from soldiers and of course almonds and let's not forget about catnaps today we're reading dreams about bad psychic readings magic socks bank robberies with really bad puns and fires in hospitals yeah yeah no we didn't like that one And stick around because I'm also talking about a booming new trend in travel called sleep tourism. Yes, please. All right, bestie. Cuddle up and find your perfect pillow match (laughs) off the pillow menu. And let's get started. Woo! I gotta figure out my pillow situation. Uh, Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Did you give yourself a buzzer? You went... I did. I had to change our setup tonight. If you notice, I don't have my normal tapestry. I got all set up, and because it, the temperature is raised so much, the mm-hmm. everything's melting. And so I'm sitting right by our sump pump, and I could just hear water like just going into it, like it's like a waterfall. And so I can't now hear I had it, to go. but I know, I know you could. When hear I edit, it. I will. Yeah, <laughs> I when, knew um, you would hear it. Yes. <laughs> so I had to find a new setup here today, and I'm just, I'm all, I'm all combobulated. That's all right. You mean discombobulated? Oh, no, I'm combobulated. I am spot on ready to go. Because <laughs> is that the opposite? I'm I don't know. I've never heard of the word combobulated. Uh, well, I mean, you would I'm think that would be... Uncombobulated. You would think that would be the opposite of discombobulated, but you know the you English think. language is not always... It doesn't make any sense. Makes sense. Discombobulated? Mm-hmm. I'm all out of sorts because I had to move my little pod set up today. She's not because, handling it well. <laughs> I'm like... Virgos don't but like I do have change. a nice comfy chair. Yeah, I don't like do. change. But I have a nice chair, and I'm just all out of sorts. But and I'm not. Like, today, for some reason, I'm, like, in this, like, energetic, happy-go-lucky mood. So Mindy's probably like, good. Ugh, that girl. That <laughs> That's why girl. we balance each other out so well. No, we're good. <laughs> all good. Good vibes only, Burak. Yay! Burak. Burak? Burak? Burak, would you like to get That's started? how you technically pronounce it. Burak. Burak? <laughs> it's I two would, syllables. I would like to get started. Thank you. This guy, Kevin, man, he's from Sonoma. Mm, that mm-hmm. sounds lovely. We need to yes, do a show does. from Sonoma, Mindy. Why? Absolutely. Lots of I'm wine. There. All right. Kevin's from Sonoma. There was this TV show run by the government where they would put people in some bizarre house or slash hardware store hybrid. And oh, <laughs> Interesting, right? Well, that's handy if you have to do any house repairs. It's well, all right, it's there. right there. You need a new faucet? It's right down <laughs> aisle 3C. You need a new uh, light bulb? It's just down EF. Well, four. Mindy, do you know the whole store by now? You should be the manager. I've been to Home... Yeah, I bet I should be. I've been to Home Depot a few times in my day. But they lock them in there until there's only one person left. I think they did it to quarantine people infected with some disease, but I could be misremembering. 
So kind of like a squid, wor- a squid word, a squid word, not squid word games, a squid games, <laughs> right? Squid word games. Squid word. I used to, I used to watch a lot of SpongeBob with the, ki- with the kids when they were little, but you know when you play Squidward games yes. and there's only one survivor. Yeah. Well, and also I was thinking there was this episode of New Girl where I know this is kind of off topic, but they were talking about the Batmobile and Jess just kept saying the Batman mobile and her friend's like, Batmobile. And she's like, yeah, Batman mobile. And she's Batman like, no, mobile. Batmobile. Yeah, Batman mobile. It's Squidward games. <laughs> Squidward games. <laughs> Anyways, and that's where it starts. That's how he goes on okay. anyway. Anyways, I was part of the people locked up along with like 20 people I don't know. The ones I remember the most were some young woman, maybe late 20s with long black hair and tattoos. An old woman looked maybe 60-ish. Holy shit, that's so old. (laughs) Was going gray. Aren't we all? Okay. Um, And a big burly guy. He had a full beard, tattoos, looked maybe late 20s too. Okay. The building itself was really weird. On the surface level, it was a pretty standard house with a living room, kitchen, backyard. We couldn't go there, though. (laughs) And an upstairs. Off limits. Off. No yard. No yard access. (laughs) All the external doors and windows were sealed shut, and most of the light was artificial. There was also a staircase that led to the underground hardware store. Yes. Which was weird because there were no tools or anything. Just oh. weird packs of wood chips and almonds. Oh, <laughs> they go so well together. When you're mulching, you can just uh, you know, have some almonds, some pick up almonds. pick up your um, energy a little bit, get some yeah, you need a little to. boost of protein. <laughs> get some nuts in you. <laughs> Who doesn't want some nuts? <laughs> nuts in you. Okay. These nuts. Anyway. At first, everyone was mildly annoyed that we had to be trapped there, but we tried to make the best of it. Pretty soon, though, people started freaking out because they couldn't handle being stuck there. I guess Mm -hmm. the government started getting sick of us because they began making challenges to eliminate people to make the show go by quicker. So maybe this is Squidward Games. Okay, Yeah, could be (laughs) Squidward Games. There was this one challenge in the hardware store where they turned off the lights and told us to hide or else we'd die. Yeah, I'd hide. I'd hide. Goodbye. <laughs> are you are you a very good uh, hide and seeker? Maybe. Are you a better hider or a better seeker? Oh, I'm a good hider. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I have like this whole, if it's nighttime, I have this whole black outfit I used to wear with a hood. <laughs> And one time I just laid under a picnic table and no one found me. Ooh. Like it was like hiding in the open. I was so proud. Sure. (laughs) How about you? Hider or seeker? Mm. I'd rather be the seeker because I'm just too bored hiding. Like it's just a wait. Yeah, but I would get a kick out of like hearing people like walking around. Where the where the hell is she? Like How do you not how knowing you, how are you not like giggling the whole time and giving yourself away? That happens a lot of the time. Yeah, but <laughs> sometimes I'm really good. <laughs> okay, so they gave us ten seconds to run. At the end of it's which, not a lot of time to hide. No, especially in a no, like ten seconds hardware store. <laughs> I'm hiding behind the wood chips. I don't know about you. Well, at the end of which they shut off the lights until it was almost pitch black. The only light was of the soldiers' flashlights as they trudged around looking for us. I oh. <laughs> 
I was hiding behind the packs of wood chips. Yes. <laughs> Good job, I got it, Kevin. I'm with you. On a shelf. <laughs> I'm munching on some almonds. <laughs> yeah. Just quietly like, Mindy, chewing sh- my almonds. <laughs> but I'm hungry, Kevin. And they were on a shelf and st- I stayed quiet. So I lived. Nice. Unfortunately, good, good. a lot of the other people were found and promptly shot. The lights came back on after a while and they let us go. The old lady was oh. crying over somebody's body and was apologizing profu- profu- nope, apologizing profusely. So contestant 947. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay How close could you have gotten to contestant 742? <laughs> the burly guy and the young woman I mentioned earlier came to get her and we all walked upstairs. Of like the 15 of us that went down there, only nine came back. Hmm. That's a, that's okay. a massacre. Yeah, yeah. These Squidward games are very tough. Life and death. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really? Fast forward a little bit, and everyone's very sickly, either from the illness or from lack of exposure to the sun. Mm. Some, <laughs> some people just... I feel, like, I feel like that right now. I feel like that... Um, every day of my life because I don't it's go January. in the sun. <laughs> no. But I, it's still nice when it's sunny outside and you can look out from the AC. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some people died, including the old lady. Mm, that made oh. me sad. So it was just five of us. In the middle nice. of the night, we heard screaming and gunshots outside. And it turned out that someone escaped through the yard and ran into the forest. There's always a forest. Isn't there always a forest? There's always a forest. Always Some a woods, forest. forests. <laughs> the following morning, we saw whoever escaped being interviewed on the news. So they made it. Oh, they made it. Yeah. Which apparently they're, opened. They're really good at hide and seek. They, they were actually the winners of hide and seek. So on the news, but then apparently this interview opened the public's eyes to how awful it was for the people in this house slash hardware store. even though it's a tv show and was televised the whole time Mm -hmm. the rest of us knew we couldn't stay there because they were going to kill us so we couldn't get out and talk about it so we tried to escape the same way but one of us got shot and died so we retreated yeah i try i maybe would go back for a second yeah i'm gonna send a couple people in front of me see how you know maybe rethink things plan a little bit at this point it was just me the burly guy and the young woman. Some time nice. passes, but nothing happened. Then, one day, as I was browsing the TV, oh, I guess they got to watch TV. Oh, that's nice. I mean, what else are you going to do to pass the time besides... I don't know, die. Spread besides die or go behind, <laughs> eat some almonds and some wood chips. <laughs> Mulch the inside. Not the backyard, because you're not allowed no, out there. No, you can't go back there. <laughs> um, I got the idea to escape through the window. I don't know why this was a new idea. (laughs) The burly guy broke the back window on the second story, and we all fled through the woods. Okay, that that seems a lot more like what they do the first time, walk out the door, and they're like, you know what's better? Let's escape (laughs) through a broken window on the second floor. Maybe it'll go better this time. Yeah, I mean, you still got to make the run for it, right? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know how it's any better. But he says, after that, things get fuzzy. But I remember... Mm -hmm. That after everything was over, we were all fishing at some bay, and then I woke up. <laughs> well, that's nice. It ends is that, nicely. Is that your reward? I, I, it, the whole dream is horrible, and then it ends just like on this very nice, 
Little Home, detail, busy. fishing on the pier, yeah, through sitting whatever on the we dock of the bay. Nice. Watching the tides roll away. <laughs> Just wasting time. <laughs> That's why I love you. Okay, so it starts off first with this government-controlled television show slash challenge, like, winner take all or just lives kind of winner survives yeah winner survives but clearly kevin is feeling oppressed by something i mean something as big as a government that is he's feeling the oppression i feel like it's not just the quarantine i mean yes there is the quarantine it might be like a covid or post-covid dream Mm -hmm. but people even in the dream just like it happened in real life really start getting irritated, you know, after being mm-hmm. kind of not necessarily locked up so long, but all that frustration, everyone felt it, just leads to depression and agitation. And with those sealed windows and doors, there's literally like no escape. And that to me mm-hmm. is like hopelessness. Again, mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. always puts someone in a bad emotional state. So and then why the government? It's mm-hmm. such a big, a big entity yes. to be like the government, like the government. mandated that we must yes. play this game. So, what authoritative or authoritative figure or it's what gotta authoritative be yeah. thing is yeah oppressing him? Something, something bigger big. than him mm-hmm. for sure. And now for the people in the dream, like the young woman, the old woman, yeah, very specific. The, that's what I said. Very the, specific yeah. in terms of age, how they looked. I feel, I mean, of course, we can always be wrong, but I feel like these are representative of maybe friends or colleagues in his real life. Like, he, he, I feel like he does have a circle of trust and that he's not fighting this alone, obviously, from mm-hmm. sure. the dream itself. But I'm not exactly sure who these three other people represent if they're family members, friends, whatever. But I do feel like he does have support in, in his waking life. And the fact that they're all together, right? And they're, they're all, all going through the same yeah. the same thing at the same they're time. They're helping each other, supporting each other. Yeah, exactly. Except now the six-year-old woman, she didn't make it out so well. She didn't make it out, and I'm sad. But yeah. everyone else did. Well, not everyone else. The three of them made it out. But Yeah, right. So that's interesting that she was the only one out of the friend group. Out of the friend group, right. And she didn't she didn't die from like the challenges. She died from the illness. Mm-hmm. So it's right, it's like right. a whole different concept of like being shot by a soldier or dying from being sick. So I don't know. It's yeah. interesting concept that Kevin has going on in his little head. <laughs> yes. Now Mindy's favorite part, let's talk about the almonds and wood chips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I like almonds. I didn't think I mean I thought it was funny when I read it, but when I started to kind of dig into like what are some meanings of almonds and wood chips? Yeah. It's crazy. It goes along with his dream like to a really? T. So like okay. wood chips is a warning alert for feelings of being out of control. Hello, government is controlling you. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're trying to cover up some mistake or some lie. So maybe that's the challenge she's dealing with. Oh, and playing hide and seek in general. And, and Isn't that just kind of hiding? There you go. You're hiding Covering from something. up where yeah. you are. Yeah. And it could indicate a situation in which you felt unable to do anything 
ding, ding, ding. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You may be literally getting carried away by your emotions. And I kind of touched on that briefly. I just thought, you know, the whole lack of control and the quarantine thing, it does play heavily on your emotions. It really does. It's like they have some some ability to do things like watch TV. Right. But they don't have full... They can't go to the backyard, Mindy. They can't go... Like, they still have rules. They still have, like, rules they have to follow. They have some leeway, but not a lot. No. And, I mean, 20 people in a house, I don't know how big this was, but there's the hardware store. Everyone can spread out. So I don't think it's, like, space. (laughs) Like, what hardware... (laughs) What section of the hardware store are you hanging out in? Ooh, probably... There's got to be a pet section, right? That's got to have pet beds. Well, if you're Menards, yeah. Yeah, they they got to have pet beds. Yeah. That's my real concern is comfort. Yeah, that's good. I mean, Menards has furniture, too. Well, if we're going to Menards, uh, I was thinking of maybe like a little Ace Hardware type store. Okay. Which might not. Garden Center. (laughs) Garden Center. Even though you can't go outside, maybe you can just go to the Garden Center. Or go to the Garden Center, test out those flowers. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Enjoy the nice flowers, perhaps. Exactly. Wood chips can also denote you need to be long and you need to feel protected. And if there's anything he's not in this dream is protected. I mean, he does have this group of people, but he's always, you know, dealing with something, just being trapped, the quarantine, the games, the challenges, everything is just another thing for him to deal with. Um, That's interesting. I want to take Woodchips as being like, again, it kind of plays into it, but a smaller piece of a bigger thing. Right. And that does play into the dream as well. Like yes. He's just a small pawn in this game. Just like a wood chip's a small part of a tree. You're just like a little yes. speck as far as the grandiose of the whole. And is, is he feeling that? And is that kind yeah. of like pr- depressing to him? It could be. I mean, that's a big mm-hmm. thing to kind of come to terms with when you realize, hey, we're just a small little <laughs> thing in this cog, you know, or what small. our little cog in this, what is it? Just a little Solar piece system? in this cog. I don't know what it a, is. You know what it a is. A small player in the Squidward yeah, games. Yeah, <laughs> Squidward games. Wood chips also, unfortunately, mean it could be a warning signal for your narrow vision and your seemingly lack of options. Okay, again, ding, ding, mm-hmm. ding. Someone is helping and guiding you toward making better judgments. I think those are his team, his homies, Mm -hmm. the old lady, the young woman, and the young man. The burly guy. The burly burly guy, yes. Burly Craig, we'll call him. Burly Craig. I love that guy. (laughs) Now, Mindy, almonds Hmm. have very different meanings in Eastern thought and Western thought. Oh, interesting. Which I thought is is very interesting and brooks thought and brooks thought um (laughs) so i took more of a western approach just because kevin is from sonoma so he's in the western world and the symbolism again with the almonds just like the wood chips just seems to really fit this particular dream Mm -hmm. so i just wanted to clarify that there are mixed images with almonds but basically it's saying that you are having some difficult times I would agree. Mm-hmm. He's having mm-hmm. some difficult times. And eating almonds, he doesn't eat them, I don't think. But eating, I did. You did. Mindy ate them. I did in my, in my like dream. quietly my, hiding behind really the Really quietly as I was hiding. <laughs> yeah. That suggests turmoil generated by an obligation that could literally, like, change your life. Mm-hmm. Almonds can refer to sadness and that you may encounter mm-hmm. some troubles. I think both of those are true. 
Yeah. Um, there's also some anger will overwhelm your soul. Dreams anger. display nuts. <laughs> Represent spiritual restlessness. Why? Okay. I don't know. But that's just the way it goes. <laughs> and if you dream of almonds, though, and let's remember back to the end of the dream, ending up at the bay. If you dream of yeah. almonds, it means that you will enjoy pleasant moments after overcoming some difficulties. Ooh, it does seem to line up well. So yeah. I was like, let's go with the Western thought on this Absolutely. One. <laughs> yeah. Out of curiosity, do you know what, what was the Eastern? Very positive. That, it's like completely oh, really? opposite, like hmm. wealth and good fortune and well, positivity. It's interesting because mm-hmm. certain cultures and parts of the world value nuts more than others. Absolutely. <laughs> no, such a weird, like a weird thing to say, but, no, but you know, it would be right. seem... Like more of a delicacy, perhaps, yeah. or something that's really standard on k- tables, or yeah, I agree you know, with especially you. in some cooking, nuts are always present. <laughs> stop it! <laughs> we're like twelve-year-olds; we can't stop laughing <laughs> at nuts. So these challenges, though, like these government, these Squidward games, these challenges <laughs> to kill off the people. It's like, first of all, one, wouldn't you want? the tv show to go on because obviously people are watching it but he, he's like and, they the government making the, money off yeah off the advertising like money off this but like they decide they're just going to kill everyone off as quickly as possible to get the show over and i'm like okay well that doesn't squidward games brought to you by diamonds nuts <laughs> like, brought to you I'm by sure tampax sport <laughs> Are you stuck in a house? No nowhere to go. <laughs> we know how you feel. Don't mess with that heavy flow. <laughs> Plug up your gunshot wounds with a regular or super. <laughs> you know that person that's running out of the house? They're grabbing a handful of Tampax and a handful of nuts. Um, you got to <laughs> have your protein gone. and you got to take care of that feminine hygiene, man. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully it was yeah, a girl that escaped. I don't know why the dude would be running with all those tampons. Like you said, maybe, right. maybe plug up to some plug wounds. wounds. Yeah. yeah, I get it. Either way, good. <laughs> but they literally have to hide. They're being hunted by soldiers. So yeah. again, it's like, yeah. literally, what are you hiding from? Under scrutiny. Yeah. yeah. And who is he running from? Who is this big oppressive force? Everyone then gets legitimately sick from this disease. Mm-hmm. So not only are they trapped physically, but now also health-wise, they're kind of trapped too. Yeah. Like, And emotionally, if we're really like looking at the situation, trapped in almost every single kind of way. They're sick, right. they're emotionally damaged or traumatized, and they're trapped. And it goes from... Yep. 20 to 15 to 9 to 5 to 3 like it just keeps going down yeah it's getting more and more dire losing people and seeing the numbers go down yeah right your chances of survival are that much less but then the old lady dies and that made me really sad i mean i felt connected to this like group like (laughs) right you know? She's kind of gray hair, a little older. She's still got some spunk. That's not that she old. She's still working. You know, she was still trying and fighting. And when you dream about death, like with a close one, let's say, like it usually mm-hmm. means like it's a time of transition in your life, mm-hmm. whether it's a job, a relationship, 
or even an attachment to an old way of behaving. And that caught my attention because that's the same thing that they said about, was it the wood chips or the almonds? But that he had to change the way he looked at things. That maybe yeah. he needed to grow or something like that. So it, it, I like, think it's interesting because that's kind of what that was the catalyst that kind of kicked him into like, okay, now we got to escape or now. Yeah, like, the lady. She, it's almost like she didn't die in vain in the stream. Like that yeah. gave them the motivation, the other three to yeah, get to out keep of Dodge. going. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad, but you know, everyone serves a purpose. Everyone enters your life that's at true. a certain time for a certain reason. This death could also represent Kevin letting go of something. Now, the one person escapes and does this interview <laughs> where lets the world know the truth. And, you know, uh-huh. Kevin mentions this, and I this is my first thought, too, is that why, <laughs> why does it take this escapee for the public to understand mm-hmm. the severity if it's all been on TV? Right. If everyone is like yeah. watching this show. But it, yeah, but you know how reality shows are though. I they're do. edited to be certain things. That's you know, they're true. not they're not that reality. They're not that real. <laughs> they are edited to make it I mean, this podcast we sound so intelligent, but in the, but if you look at the raw files, we're not that intelligent. <laughs> we have to <laughs> go in and put the smart mess. stuff in. <laughs> <laughs> we, do, we cut it down so we don't sound like bumbling fools. So you're going to get the public's going to get that great overall view maybe that it's maybe they don't see all the death they don't see all the behind the yeah scenes. i'm sure it's edited it's like AF. exposing <laughs> yeah yeah it does also kind of feel symbolic of our world today so for lack of a better word woke right which has been sure. around for the last few years so maybe yeah. this is kevin trying to show or convince or inform people of something big, a change needed. Mm-hmm. And that could be what he's facing himself, you know, yeah. with maybe an outdated point of view or something. Maybe he's finally, like, mm-hmm. come to light on certain issues. Now, he and the remaining people don't escape. They have to retreat. But in this dream, he never stops fighting. From being mm-hmm. locked up to the illness and these challenges... Even when they retreat, he's not giving up. He's still thinking, like, what's the next step? How can we still yeah. get out? And they We're do making find- progress. Let's yeah, make progress. progress. Baby steps. You know, eating almonds and hiding behind wood chips to breaking <laughs> out of a window. You know, there's nice, progress. Yeah. Right. Um, and they finally do escape. The three main characters, except for the old lady, yeah. R.I.P. Right. <laughs> I'm um, so upset. But... Kind of like we said right at the beginning, this whole dream is a mess. It's just chaos the whole time. It's damaging the whole time. It's problematic the whole time. And then just like snap of a finger, we're just fishing. We're just fishing on the dock of the bay. You know, (laughs) just this crazy emotional dream. And so it's like, has he conquered whatever this oppressive force is in real Mm -hmm. life? I do hope that he truly has found peace with whatever the situation he's Mm -hmm, been dealing with. But it was so sudden. It was like such bad things. And then they escaped. And then it ended happily, which I'm glad. Yeah, which a lot of times it doesn't do. Because a lot of times you're right. It does not end that happily. But most people don't have that conclusion of a dream where it's like you had a challenge or you're not getting out of somewhere and you do. And then you're like, oh, all's good. 
most brains don't work like that. At least no. my brain usually doesn't. <laughs> yeah, no. And so I, I, I applaud Kevin because I think he must have that tenacity in real life obviously, mm-hmm. to keep going and keep fighting and to be aware enough that, you know, maybe he does need to make some changes in his life. Yeah, yeah. But have fun fishing, wonderful, Kev. Wonderful job. <laughs> I hope you caught some almonds. I hope you caught some wood chips. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. Great yes. dream. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, Brooke, I know you know. <gasps> I know you know. But we have something very exciting coming up. <gasps> I do know. This month. I do know. We are honored to be invited back to the Dark Matters Podcast Festival. That takes place in Elgin, Illinois on February 24th. And we just got our time slot 7 p.m. I think we got got a prime prime time. time. Yes. Welcome to the prime time. So if you want to see a live recording of our show, head on over to remolations.com slash live. We'll have all the details. It's just $10 to... Uh, get in the door and there's uh, two other amazing podcasts that will be doing live shows that day as well mm-hmm. uh, we'd love to see some of your faces so if you're in the chicagoland area or anywhere in the midwest or hell if you want to fly in from the uk do it we'll, we'll hang we'll totally hang out with you afterwards. you can sleep we'll, on we'll mindy's futon in her basement um, i don't know that brooke <laughs> well i'm uh, that's where i'll be sleeping and I'll okay so if somebody. someone gets murdered by a crazed fan it's gonna be you first yeah i'll go first Bye. and i'll scream okay, really loud to let you know thanks i'll run out i'll I'll break out the window, grab some almonds, and I'm gone. You're good. You're good for days as long as you get your almonds. And the tampons. Um, So, Bestie, if you want to see a live show of Remolations, go ahead and check that out. Again, it's remolations.com slash live to see our live show coming up February 24th. Very exciting. I'm so excited. Hey, everybody. Guess what? It's time for catnaps. Yay. You're always so excited when it comes to this part of the show. I don't know why. It makes me want to shimmy a little bit. Now, Bestie, we know you've been listening for a while, but all you new besties out there, catnaps, time of the show where we read a bunch of short dreams or dream stories. Maybe it's one sentence. Maybe it's not even a dream it might be a question it just might be like i said a story and we kind of whip through them really quick because we want to get as much of you on our show as possible do you have a catnap you'd like to share with us mindy yes i'm starting with rosa from athens ohio Ooh, rosa yesterday night i had a dream where I was wandering around a city, and I saw one of those seedy advertisements for psychic readings. Ooh. You know we're in. <laughs> we are right we, there. We um, are in. What is the address? We'll be there. <laughs> I wandered down some steps into the psychic's room. It was an older woman with dark hair, and she sat across from me. There were some brief interruptions from her children at first, but I was very intrigued. Keep your kids in check, lady. If you're going to work from home, make sure they <laughs> know the boundaries. Get a babysitter. <laughs> when when mom is giving psychic readings, darlings, you have to stay stay in your in room. The stay in the backyard. <laughs> I was very intrigued, but then once we began the reading, I grew increasingly disappointed. Uh oh. She missed the mark on every basic <laughs> fact about me. <laughs> that has so to I be, didn't trust her predictions. That has to be the worst experience. You know, you're going in there and you're like, no. So you're married. No. no. You got kids? You have kids? No. Mm. no. But you have a great job. Mm, no. no. <laughs> Mindy, Your why mom's are you name is Charlotte. My life? No. Please, you're making me sad. 
example, she would say things like, your partner is blank, or you work in blank industry, which none were true. <laughs> and then I woke up. <gasps> oh, dear. She does add, my instinct is to interpret this as a message that some core beliefs I hold about myself and my future may be incorrect. But I'm just curious to see what other people have to say. Oh, boy. I, I, I think having your own interpretation, anything you can do on your own is always the best interpretation. Yeah, obviously. Uh, I think that's... I think that's a great interpretation. That's a great start, Rosa. Good job, Rosa. She's in tune. And I hope, I hope you got your money back. I do, like, too. Like, would you ask you, for your money back? Kids interrupting? Oh, you know me, no. I, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Just be like, thank you very um, much. Everything was accurate. I will see you next time when I book my appointment in two weeks. <laughs> I got, like, the worst Chinese food on Christmas. Do you think I asked for my money back? No. No, I didn't. No, no. <laughs> Now, uh, have you ever had a psychic reading? I think we may have talked about this before. Yeah, I mean, actually, if we're going to uh, mention Dark Matters podcast festival, last year I had a psychic reading Mm -hmm. from someone we met, Jacob Mayfield, who's amazing. Look him up. He's great. awesome. Um, But I've also had two terrible readings. Oh, that was it as bad as Rosa's? Yes, because... Kids involved? (laughs) Not kids involved, but like... (laughs) It's kind of sad, but like I went to a psychic one night. They were just there at the back of a bar one night, you know, like set up table. <laughs> and I went there and like she's giving me all this stuff and I'm like, blah, blah, blah. And I'll just keep it short because it's unfortunate. But someone close to me killed themselves that day. Oh. And she didn't mention it. And I didn't know yet. Yeah. I didn't find out till the next oh, day. Wow. So it's yeah. like. It was very upsetting. I, yeah. I you think know? there are, there. I think there's a spectrum, just like in any oh, yeah. occupation, in any walk of life, there's a spectrum of people who are just uh, doing it for the money. And there's people who I think mm-hmm. are really sensitive and can easily Absolutely. have that, that talent and that insight into the other world. But it's just, a, it's a crapshoot sometimes if you, who you get. And I yeah. did have um, another psychic reading that was very powerful. And at one point, I just burst into tears, like, and I didn't even know mm-hmm. why. And she was mm-hmm. like, someone named Penny just entered the room, and that's my grandma. <gasps> that's, and I, I just know that's your lost grandma. it. Oh, I just lost it, because, wow. like, how do you, Pen- like... That's not a common at, name. At, no, and at the exact moment that I, like, burst yeah. into tears. Wow. And what I liked about this woman, she took notes the whole time. And then she okay. let you take them home. So you could oh. see that oh, that's before really cool. she said something, she would write it down. Wow. So it was almost like showing like so it's a, yeah. proof. Like, it was almost like if, if later something came to fruition that she had said, you yes. still have that like memory or you have that written documentation that maybe exactly. hadn't it, happened yet. Ooh, I where, had where chills. Was this? I had chills for days. It, unfortunately, it's not open anymore. It was kind of a holistic healing place in town and... You could do Reiki sessions, you could do sound baths, you could do psychic readings. Readings. Wow. Um, There was crystals there, you know, like everything. And I did a couple different things there and I loved it, but unfortunately it's no longer open. But she, Mm. I believe, is available online. I'll look into that. But because I've always wanted to kind of contact her again and do it because it was like i had chills i was literally like shaking afterwards like i've never had an experience like that wow bestie let's know if you've ever had a psychic greeting and what you thought of it or if it was 
accurate if you had a bad experience we'd love to hear it i've i've never had a psychic reading uh i don't that's what i thought know why i thought i don't i'm not like i'm not i'm not open to it i just i don't know i know it seems like something you would have tried we'll have to do it together yeah let's do let's do it together Okay, okay all right brookie do you have one for us i do and this is sonia and she's from arlington a recurring dream I've had since I was three. Yikes. That's young. Three. That's pretty young. I can fly by using magic socks. <laughs> that oh, the yay. Easter I love socks. Gave me. <gasps> you know me. I love my crazy socks. I know socks. you love your socks. Did the Easter Bunny give you any? These are Easter Bunny no, socks. I don't think so. But well, maybe if anyone wants your... to send me socks, please send me crazy socks. I will wear them. Mindy. This, Every day of my this, life. This year, maybe the Easter Bunny will bring you some socks. I really hope so. You know what? I was at the store the other day, and I saw Valentine's socks, and <gasps> I almost bought them. But I might Why have to didn't go back. did Because I, I, I was in a hurry, and I was like, I don't know. I just don't have time. And I then, mean, but come I think, on. How I, much I, were I they? I feel bad about it. Three bucks? <laughs> well, I like, yeah, maybe. I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back. Go back. <laughs> go back. <laughs> yeah. But other than those magic socks from the Easter Bunny, <laughs> other nice things happen a lot. Like whales everywhere it's all in caps that's why i have to say it oh every nice. we have another whale dream yeah we've lovely. had some whale dreams lately Ma- like w- lots of whales lot like, like multiple lots of whales like, and yes pods and pods of whales <laughs> you look off to the break wall and the water is really deep and the whales are swimming right next to it Beautiful. i jump in <laughs> sorry <laughs> it's such a weird sentence I jump in and eventually drown, but I oh, drown happy. <laughs> well, good. I guess if good. I were going to drown, I'd want to drown like with whales yes. or dolphins around me. That is your way to go. Yeah. <laughs> that, that would, I mean, drowning's like one of my biggest fears. Anything yes, with suffocation still. or lack of oxygen is like, will get okay, me just going. About some animals just loving you. But if animals are there, it's like, ah. <laughs> And then she says, I just love those dreams when those whales are sometimes violet or blue. And I'm like, beautiful. Yeah, that sounds lovely. Yeah, that's all she's got. But my God, Sonia, you've got magic socks and whales. Keep up your good dreams. What if they're magic sock whale, whale socks? Oh, my magic God. There has whale. to. Be, oh, it has uh, to be. Okay. We need we to get to Mindy some whale socks, some whale socks bestie. <laughs> whale socks ASAP. Here, let me give you her address. It's three. We have a PO box. You need to share my actual address. <laughs> Even though you're inviting random strangers to come stay in my basement. Hey, at least I invited them to share your, the futon with me. <laughs> That's true. Not make it. I mean, they might not like that, but I'm like, come on over. Maybe they do. <laughs> All right, moving on. I've got a. I've got a submission from Stella, and Stella's from Fort Myers, Florida. I'm an 18-year-old female. I've always known I wanted children. Mm. I've never doubted this, though. I've had some doubts over whether they'll be biological children or adopted children. But I did come to the conclusion I will definitely adopt or foster, and maybe also have a biological child, depending on my future partner's wishes or if I change my mind. Good for you. It's very keeping, for an 18-year-old. Keeping your options open. Freeze some of Absolutely. those eggs too, young lady, while they're 18-year-old eggs and not like 40-year-old <laughs> eggs. Get those Agreed. things frozen. 
Great. I've always felt a pretty strong maternal instinct, and I love babies and children so much I know I will feel unfulfilled if I don't have children. Yeah. I plan on finishing my degree and being financially stable before having children, but I'm often quite sad that I don't have a baby now, even though I'm still young. She's 18, honey. Honey, you've got the right thoughts. Get your degree. Get your career. You're so young. It's going to be so much easier. so much time. Everyone now says, I wish I hadn't done that in my 20s, blah, 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 blah. You have time. You know what's so funny? My mom, when she was graduating high school, you know, they, even in the, was she graduated in like 69? Yeah. She, you know, they're they're still trying to do like the aptitude things for college. Like, what do you want to do? Do you want to, like back then, it's like, right. do you want to be a secretary? Do you want to be a school teacher? You know, <laughs> right. The womenly job. stay at home mom? <laughs> and my mom, that's what she said. She's like, I don't want to work. I want to be a stay at home mom. Oh. Like, from the time she was like 18, she knew like she just wanted to be a mom. That's awesome. And that's the only thing she wanted to do. That's awesome. And, and she look what she raised did. four amazing kids. If um, I do say so myself. Toot, toot your own horn, Mindy. Just kidding. <laughs> she did raise four amazing kids and amazing grandchildren and great yes. grandchildren. Now she's got great, yes, great grandchildren. My God, your mom. I yeah. love her. All right. So Stella gets now to her dream here. Oh, so last shit. night, <laughs> I know. She was just talking and you just did a little background, but here's okay. the dream. Last night I had a dream that I had a daughter. Her name was Joy. (gasps) This feels somewhat symbolic. Every time I saw her, I was filled with a joy and love so strong I can't even explain it. It was this deep maternal love and I was so glad that she was mine and I was holding her in my arms. Mm -hmm. It was the best feeling I've ever felt. She had blonde, curly, wavy hair. I have brown, straight hair and hazel eyes, but I was blonde when I was a child. Mm Mm-hmm. I think she had blue or green eyes, but I'm not for sure. Dreams are weird and not always coherent, so she didn't really have an age. Depending on the moment in the dream, I would say she was about one to five years old, so a baby <laughs> or a toddler. <laughs> changing That's a big eyes. range. One yeah. to five is a big difference. <laughs> lots of lots changes there. <laughs> Every time I wasn't with her, I was anxious and worried, and I missed her so much. Oh, and when I found cute. her again... I would take her in my arms and feel such a strong love and joy. It was so intense, but beautiful. Oh. When I woke up, I felt weird and sad. I just kept thinking about her all day, and I couldn't shake it. I talked to some of my friends and my boyfriend about it, and I cried a lot, actually. They were all kind and reassuring, but none of them have ever experienced anything like this, and I'm not sure they really understood. I feel like I've lost her, and I miss her so much, even though she was never real, And talking or thinking about my dream just makes me want to cry again. Stella. You know what? I think she is real. I mean, and you can believe what you want to believe, everyone out Mm -hmm. there. But I think she is real. To have that connection to something. So strong, yes. So strongly. And whether it's a dream now, I Mm -hmm. think that baby is somehow going to be hers someday. Yeah, I agree. I, I just definitely that feel that feeling. Too. So it's that strong of an emotion. Yeah. It's a future child that hasn't been, or it's an adoptive child that maybe is yep. born at this time, and you just, the world will connect you somehow down the line. It's just, it's going to happen. We want to hear updates. Yeah. We want to hear updates too. Um, But we want to hear updates from you in about seven years. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yep. <laughs> seven <laughs> years once you've graduated and you're starting a job (laughs) but if you have a little angel before that we'll still support you of course always 
Mindy, what are your feelings on um, like adopting or surrogacy or something like that? Do you think it would make awesome. a difference in how much no. you... I don't think so either. I don't think so. I don't think that as, as a mother to any sort of child, I don't think it, it matters. You're just a I don't mom. Think it matters. Yeah, yeah, and I know so many people will like worry about like, for instance, like sur- well, for both surrogacy or even adoption, where it's not someone that you have grown in mm-hmm. your body and felt that heartbeat. Yeah. And people, I'm like, that's bullshit. The, but that's but, but total bullshit. Men- or other partners don't experience that either. So yes, right? how, that's like almost saying like men can't have the same atta- attachment right. to no, a child bullshit. because they didn't carry it. And it's yeah. like, okay, I know I'm, I'm stretching it a little bit, but I don't have kids, but I have cats. I did yeah. not give birth to these cats. <laughs> and you still love them. But I love these <laughs> they're cats. Part of your like family. they're my own. You know, yes. it's like, if you want to be a mom, you're going to be a mom. Yeah, you know what? No matter yeah. what, how it happens, you're going to be a mom, and if that's your goal, you're going to do it. So, it does all right? Your turn. Okay. I was in. Oh, sorry. This is Max from Toledo. So we got another okay. Ohio submission tonight. Yep. I was in high school, and for some reason, my dog was with me. <laughs> uh, and everyone started turning into werewolves, and I had oh, to no. sneak through the school to escape. You know, pretty standard. You bring your dogs with a at dog? school with it's you, do- and then yeah. there's werewolves, yeah. you know. Don't, it happens. Don't keep your dog away from the werewolves. It seems like it's dangerous. <laughs> yeah, I don't want the dog near the werewolves. But anyway, I ran across the fields at the back of the school and went into the woods. Oh, my God, more woods. The woods. We're back in the woods. There's always woods. <laughs> we have teacher says that we're back in the woods. <laughs> we're back in the woods. <laughs> Why? Why are we always in the woods? Why are we Last always in our childhood homes? Always... Why are we always in the woods? <laughs> Why are we? I love it. Yes. We would have to work on some new merch Can be one on the front and one on the back. Here are yeah, our yeah. questions. <laughs> okay. So I ran across the fields at the back of the school and went in the woods where I was chased by female vampires on Ooh. go-karts. Um, Female vampires on, on golf? go-karts. Um, go-karts. On go-karts? Oh, Those are how? faster than golf That's carts. Fun. Yeah. yeah, they are, a little bit. I ran home, and a werewolf was slamming on my door just when I shut it. And then mm-hmm. I woke up. She got there really Max. fast because she had a fast go-kart. Go-kart. That, that She's those turns. But this was the werewolf. The werewolves weren't on the go-karts. Oh, just, the no, wi- but, just the vampires. Oh, just the vampires? Oh, so oh, I don't know. This oh, werewolf bad. got to Max really quickly, but mm. seems like he's okay. Mm, dangerous. <laughs> Stop reading Twilight. Wear your seatbelt when you're in a go kart. Always wear your seatbelt. <laughs> I will. Ca- I will continue. I will tell. This is your PSA for episode oh. one eighteen of Revelations. Always wear your seatbelt. Always front seat, back seat. I don't care what seat. Go kart seat. Wear your damn seatbelt, people. Can That's I all. just tell you something? course i'm a big seatbelt advocate and people in the back <laughs> yeah. seat feel like they don't need to wear seatbelts no. necessarily <laughs> and yes it's not the law but should be the law there honestly. are certain things you'll never forget and i once saw like this training video and it was for like osha which i can't remember what, what it was a go-kart track no, it's um, OSHA like recordables are things that happen at the workplace, like oh, yeah, yeah. accidents and stuff. But we had a meeting and it was about seatbelts. And 
I had no idea. And once I saw this video, I was so horrified no. because it's like people in the back seat who, so the people in the front seat might have seatbelts on. Great. But yeah. if you don't have seatbelts on in the back seat when there's an accident, your legs could fly up and kill someone, exactly. anyone that fly, anyone that doesn't yeah. have a seatbelt on can be a projectile. And it's yeah. the scariest thought in the world. You have, yeah, even in like Ubers and mm-hmm. Lyfts, I, I put my seatbelt on every time. Because first of all, I don't know what kind of fucking no crazy ass driver you are. And I'm not putting my life in your hand. I it doesn't matter. Where I wear them no matter what. Yes. Put your seatbelts on, people. Put your okay. seatbelt on. Moving on. I've got <laughs> Jenna. And Jenna doesn't mention where she's from. So Jenna from... Hawaii! Tupelo! Oh, Tupelo. Okay. I like that better. Or, or, Tupelo, Hawaii. Here we go. <laughs> We're making up places now. <laughs> Just making up places. So me and my boyfriend were planning on robbing a bank together. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yes? Maybe. You gave me a look like... I don't know. <laughs> I, don't I, haven't, I haven't finished reading okay, it yet, so well, I'm not sure how this is going out. But the bank was also combined with a sheriff's office. Oh, boy. Well, that wouldn't be the place I chose to rob. <laughs> right. I mean, banks are hard enough, but let alone connected to it's the attached, police station. Attached to the jail? <laughs> no, thanks. So, my job was to distract the sheriff while my boyfriend stole the money from the safe in the back room. Hmm. How did hey, you distract officer. him? officer. She doesn't go into it. She doesn't. She doesn't go into what how. I'm not gonna flash because Mindy posts goes, the video. But I she's feel like knock knock, lifts up her shirt. <laughs> the, I was gonna go with a knock knock joke, and you're just full. Well, of knockers. That's what made me think of it. Oh. Knock knock knockers. Like I just okay, felt like. Well. Also, BTW. I just watched an ep- episode of Friends, and I have not watched Friends. Probably since mm-hmm. it was on. Maybe oh, that's ridiculous to say. I've probably seen some in syndication. But it was this um, Thanksgiving episode where they were playing football. And at the end, it ended oh, up being guys against episode. girls. And like Chandler was running. And Phoebe just like lifted up her shirt and he yes. like fumbled the ball. <laughs> but then like the next oh. time she tried it, he just R. covered R. his eyes and kept running. <laughs> yes. yes. That's R. one of the best episodes. I love it. It was that. a good R- one. R.I.P. to Matthew Perry. But yes. I think we have a hashtag here. Oh, which? Oh, hashtag, what does Lisa Kudrow drink? There you go. Okay, I'll go with Lisa. I'm like, we're talking about showing your knockers. Yeah, let's see it. You know, there's a whole Lisa, bunch to choose from, but Lisa's going to be She could fun. probably, I, bet she's I mean, and Phoebe good. could probably definitely write a song about dreams. And it would probably be very good. I We would have to use it. But no, she could, she, I mean, I think I bet Lisa, she has fun dreams. She's a fun person. In real life. Lily, baby. Lily. Yes. Lily. I make a nickname. I Lisa, love Lily. We'll go with Lily. Lily. Lily, please tell us. Let us know what you dream. And have you ever flashed anyone in real life? We want to know. So she's trying to distract the sheriff um, while the boyfriend's stealing money from the safe. Yes. So it was just me, the sheriff, and my boyfriend in the building. No one Where's else. Where's the bank manager? <laughs> I guess the sheriff does that as well. It's a busy job. Busy Must job. be a small town. I remember the sheriff had glasses and a long, thin, brown beard. Oh. As he was really, and I mean really, <laughs> like, m- mattresses? What? <laughs> like what? Mattress? She wrote mattresses. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm going to put my pants in. M-A-T-T-R-E-S-S-E-S. 
mattress. Can you spell it again? Because I was about to pee. M a t t r e s s e s. Yeah. Mattress. What does that but mean? Maybe it means like. Well, she says not in a sexual way. He just like mattresses. His <laughs> <laughs> mattress. Okay, so maybe that's a slang term we don't know. Maybe to be like mattress. Mattresses. Mastr- Please, Bessie, let like us sexy. know if you know what this term means. We don't know. We're we're but, old. Mm. We're not cool. Yeah. I mean, we are super cool. But, but we sheriff, don't know not in a sexual way. Means. He just. He just liked mattresses. Who doesn't? Okay. <laughs> In order to distract the sheriff, I started saying, "What would happen if you? Put, what would happen if you put a king size mattress onto another mattress? I can't. I can't. What? Would it be mattress squared, as in the math term? And this blew no. his mind. <laughs> this is bizarre." Jenna, this is a weird one. I love it. Oh my god, you're getting me, Jenna. (laughs) We escaped with the money, but Mattress Squared will always make me giggle. Oh, Mattress Squared. Okay. Thank you, Jenna. I have a dream here from Fatima from Chico, California. Chico. I started having this recurring dream in high school before I decided I wanted to be a nurse. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, I just got another job as a CNA as I'm going back to nursing school in January again after starting in 2020 and taking a break. So maybe this is what made me think about it. Hmm. In the dream, I'm a nurse in a huge hospital. Like easily, 10 stories. Whoa. In the dream, I am on the top floor and the hospital has caught fire somehow. Ooh, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't it. like it. I don't, I don't like, like it. Either. I don't nope. like it. Already, I don't <laughs> your whole job is to save people, and now you're like you're in a situation where it makes it very difficult. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. I think I saw this episode of Grey's Anatomy, though. <laughs> Was this on ER too? Probably. <laughs> Insane elsewhere. <laughs> you're so funny. I love that you know I'm trying elsewhere. <laughs> Fatima says, "I am just trying to get as many patients down the stairs as possible." Oh, God bless her. Just getting gurney after gurney down the stairs. I finally got everyone into the stairwell or lower. I'm not sure, but either way, the fire catches up with me. Oh, no. At the end of the dream, there's nowhere I can go, and the dream just ends with me jumping out the window of a top story, (sighs) of the top story, and then I wake up. Oh, Fatima. Oh, God, that is one of the most horrible. I mean, you're saving, you know, that's that's such like a, such a work dream, especially in that field. Yeah, like your because, your whole job is saving people. But like, what happens when there's an emergency? You know, like fires, tornadoes, earthquakes. Oh yeah, like you have Power to outages. get patients out. Yeah. You know, when I mean, you think about like the the hurricanes that hit, yes. like K- Katrina that hit. Like there was people on ventilators. Yeah, yes, it's insane. It's Fatima oh, just God. wraps up with a little a little snippet here says. This recurring dream always freaked me out, but freaks me out more now that I'm going into nursing for sure. I've basically sworn off working in a huge multi-story hospital simply because I'm too scared. Oh my god! Simply because I'm too scared. It's a premonition dream, and not just a weird recurring dream. Trust your. I just figured instincts. I'd share with the show. Trust your instincts, Fatima. Just like we learned on a previous episode, if you have a premonition dream of a plane mm-hmm. crashing. Don't get Don't on, get on it. the plane. Mm-hmm. Those premonition dreams, crazy. Trust, trust your gut. Always trust your gut. 
Always. Yep. Fatima. There's plenty of hospitals. Don't have to go in the tall one. Go into a plenty medical of- clinic that's yeah, just on small. like the main floor. Or, or if you do choose to take a job in a bigger hospital, just make sure they have a good e- emergency exit plan. Yes. And you pack a parachute in your pants. <laughs> in, in your pants. I, I hope you're else, wearing I'm pants. Where else, where, are you, where else would you put it? I don't know, Mindy. Where else would you put it? <laughs> Not sure. Thank you so much, Kevin, for your... Whew, I don't even know how to describe your dream, but it was... Your Squidward Games dream. Your Squidward's Game dream. That was great. And we had some awesome catnaps as well today. So thank you, everyone, for submitting your dreams. All right, Brooke. It's oh. January. It it's is? That time of year. Yeah. Mm. Where we're just dreaming of taking a vacation. Yes, please. I don't know about you. Please, please. But I've been scrolling <laughs> on, like, sandals and... Let's breathless resorts can we go to i want to go somewhere Jamaica? can we please because it's just that time of year i'm just, i'm ready to get out now. mindy this is something weird we've never shared i don't think with our besties we've never been on vacation together that's true that's In true we deserve one. 30 years well maybe we should consider this so typically people who are get, looking to get out of the winter blues are wanting to schedule itinerary packed vacation that includes like sightseeing and backpacking and hitting up the club at night and just just letting all loose and having fun i like the second part of that itinerary not the hiking no i like the second part (laughs) now while this may sound like the perfect vacation for some there's an emerging trend in the travel industry called sleep tourism what Mindy, you yes. never cease to amaze me. I'm so excited right now. So instead of jumping from tourist trap to tourist trap, travelers are now browsing pillow menus and ambient noise and hitting the hay a little earlier on their vacations. Sign me up. I think you're going to like this. <laughs> Sleep tourism is a fast-growing sector of the travel industry that has hotels now taking notice of new trends and beginning to offer more amenities and services to cater to sleep-prived vacation-goers. Um, I don't make a lot of money, but I can shimmy for a stay. <laughs> oh, free room? <laughs> for a free room. And it's, and this idea of sleep tourism is really more of a branch of what they call the slow travel industry. Oh. What's slow travel, oh. you might ask? It's travel focusing on immersing yourself in a destination, Engaging in local cultures, having unique experiences, as opposed to rush from one tourist hotspot to another mm-hmm. with like pre-planned itineraries. This slow travel focuses on quality over quantity. May I just say that I have been on trips where the itinerary is go, go, go. I've been on trips where it's just beach, but it's like you need to find that perfect balance Mm -hmm. you know like you want to be able to do something but if you don't who cares and you have to be with the right people like you could have a plan set but then be like hey we don't feel like doing that today no biggie so we're virgos we plan itineraries that is our thing well i was just thinking about that because of our friend joy because she's also a virgo and like our my last trip with her again i don't want to I feel terrible when I yeah, see it. Yeah, it's like, brag away. But it was like the most laid back because we had like two things planned. Yeah. 
And then the rest was like, whatever you do you want to wake up and jump in the ocean and snorkel yes please do you want to wait sleep in and not do anything yes please like (laughs) it was just okay yeah anyway yeah you really do have to find your travel buddy that's that is true because i think even couples when they travel together you can't have like a relax the beach person and a go 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 person like you need to balance it out yeah now here's a question brooke on average average americans mm-hmm. how many days do they take to travel on vacation in a year like how many Ten. vacation travel days eight <gasps> we suck pretty close but that i know but that still sucks. Like, it's like not eight finland. days vacation like finland no. is like seven months of the- downtime and like five <laughs> oh, months I mean, of work holidays in europe yeah that's, that's a lot why longer. like they're the best place in the world to live like why they keep yeah. getting ranked like because they understand the importance of downtime. Yes. yes. Now, of those Americans that have an average of eight days to travel, 94% of those Americans want to experience slow travel in the future. Ooh. Now, an article I read, and I'm going to again put all the links in the show notes, Rebecca Robbins is a sleep scientist at Harvard's Division of Sleep Medicine. She's oh, a so she's a dum-dum. Girly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she apparently has one brain cell. Crazy. <laughs> She sleeps all the time. How can she study? No, she can't. She's tired. (laughs) She's also one of the sleep coordinators of sleep studies of Hilton. They actually have sleep classes at the hotel chain Hilton. Um, She's one of their consultants. Well, according to Rebecca, she says guests at hotels are increasingly valuing sleep when they are traveling and getting a good night's sleep on the road. Slow travel allows us to travel as a way of cognitively learning things and experiencing new things and also physically and mentally getting the rest you need to power your trip. Mm. So when you come home, you're not exhausted, but you're well rested. You mean you can't say that classic, I need a vacation from this vacation? From my vacation? <laughs> oh, that, I saw that in a couple articles, actually. <laughs> but I, was, I didn't put it in here to mention because it's so cliche. But it's true. The idea is true. The like idea is get true. So I get it. Wrapped it up in itineraries yes. that you don't get a chance to rest. She says one in three travelers are satisfied with the sleep during their last travel experience. Hmm. But a good night's sleep at a hotel, for example, is a significant predicator in the likelihood that a guest would return to a hotel. Yes. So hotels are taking notice and they're starting to put marketing money towards the idea of sleep tourism. Oh, I'm getting hot and bothered here. I want some <laughs> now, sleep tourism. <laughs> the travel industry is huge. You know that. It's gone yes. down re- in recent years, but it's a $7.7 trillion industry in the I world. I could only imagine. Speaking kind of on those same lines, the idea of wellness tourism is a $814 billion industry. So traveling for spas and things like in that wellness tourism thing, but sleep tourism as its own sector is a 640 billion dollar industry and it's estimated to grow eight percent or 400 billion dollars by the year 2028 according to htf market intelligence it's a growing industry so what are the market drivers of this growing trend with the prevalence of sleep disorders and related health problems and increasing disposable income for travel expenditures the hotel industry sees it as something that they can capitalize on. Who is disposable income? <laughs> Sign me Not up. Not me. Sign me up for that problem. <laughs> as well as like the marketing trend that there's new sure. sleep enhancing technologies and products that they can utilize to get of people course. into their hotels. 
Now, the industry as a hotels in general, obviously is an industry based on sleep. You need a place to sleep at (laughs) night. And so it makes sense that the hotel industries are the first to jump on this idea of sleep tourism. Yes. This idea of making a hotel a great place to sleep is not new. It's always been around, right? You have great mattresses, pillow menus, blackout curtains. Like, that's been around for Pillow quite a menus? Where have you stayed, Mindy? My um, Don't worry. We're going to get into pillow menus in a little bit. Oh, God. I can't wait <laughs> to hear about the pillow menus. New hotels are taking sleep tour sleep tourism to a whole new level with their offerings, including giving guests sleep trackers, retreats, and even so far as in-house guidance from sleep doctors. (gasps) Where can we find such hotels, Brooke? Please tell me. I know you're dying to know. I am. First of all, are you in? Are you in on this travel sleep vacation we're going to take? One hundo I'm in. (laughs) I'm going to give you some recent marketing kind of ideas that hotels have done. Um, We're going all over the world, but let's start with... Let me take a second back here. I haven't gotten there yet. (laughs) Please keep that in. (laughs) According to hotel... (laughs) According to hotel giant Hilton, and I'm going to put a link to this this research because it's actually really interesting... interesting they look at generations and Mm -hmm. like you know the millennials versus the boomers and how it fits into travel Mm -hmm. but one of the things they looked at is what is the number one reason people want to travel in 2024 i'll let you guess what generation i'll give you the options of boomer millennial gen x and gen z what generation topped the list of wanting to rest and recharge millennials nope I meant Gen they're Z. Sec- they're a second. Gen Z. Nope. I mean, I, that's not what I meant, actually. <laughs> oh, what should, you meant? Gen X is our generation. I meant Gen yeah, X, Gen whatever X. we are. Yes. Gen X. You're okay. right. Sorry. That's what I meant. Like, whatever we... I, <laughs> well, you know, we're, we're on the cusp. We're on we're the cusp. We're like millennial slash Gen X. We're the year transitioned. Uh, well, I'm not, still not giving you any points. Okay. That's um, fine. But I still want Gen- to take a rest. <laughs> Gen X came at the top of the list at 68% of people wanted to go rest and recharge when it comes to vacation travel. Boomers were at 67%. Millennials were at 60%. In the Gen Z years, they were only at 55%. They're not they're ready. still young. They want to hit up the nightclub. You yeah, know, they're, not they're not ready. ready for it. <laughs> so I'm going to go through, if it's okay with you, some hotels around the world that are marketing and their marketing campaigns towards sleep tourism. Yes. So maybe we can hit a couple of these places up when we do our world tour. No problem. Our first stop is in London. There yep. is a hotel called Hotel Zedwell. They have a couple locations. Piccadilly, I think, was one of them. But this, if you click on this website, the first thing you see is the hotel you check in to tune out. <gasps> oh. Like, that's their main page of their, their website. I got it. I love it. They actually call their rooms cocoons. <gasps> And they offer soundproof rooms that are free of distraction. They have no TVs, no monitors. So it's just a bed and some ambient light that you can go to just to unwind. Take a book. Like, it's just meant for relaxation. It's probably really important that people do that. But the thought that there's... Is there Wi-Fi? I know there's Is probably there no Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. That's, without, yeah, right? without Wi-Fi, I start getting a little itchy. Yeah, a little oh, don't antsy. We all? Yeah, but I think it would be so great. 
<laughs> now, in each of these hotels, I did look up a random, like, night in February yes. to see, like, what the hotel costs were. I was going to ask you. And I did some magic uh, conversion of to U.S. dollars. Okay. And so, if you want to stay at the hotel, Zedwell, it's about one fifty one a night. That's not bad. For a single. That's like not a bad at all. Yeah, not bad. I mean, they don't have to pay for cable. I mean, so they can right. Cut I mean, down the cost. I guess if you're not paying for anything else but a bed, it's a little pricey. Yeah, but it doesn't yeah. seem bad for a hotel stay. Now you may have heard of the hotel chain, the Langham. Mm-hmm. They have them all over the world. Now they have a program called Sleep Matter by Chuan Program. Hmm. They offer a turn down kit. So they have... Is this like a massage or what? Not quite. It offers herbal teas at night, a sleep supplements, earplugs, sleep mask, tips on, like, cards with tips on good sleep in their rooms, a yoga mat maybe for a pre-bedtime stretch, Mm. and a pillow menu. This is what we... To choose your... This is what I want to talk about is the spillow mat. I've been waiting to hear about the spillow mat. So I couldn't... Although I looked at this one, it seems like this... uh, I couldn't get the exact, like, upcharge on this, so I couldn't share that price. But moving on, we have the Hotel Tempo by Hilton, and this is in New York Times Square. No boy, that's probably... They call it their power down. Very. They have power down amenities, including temperature-adjusting mattresses. Ooh. Ooh. Canopy slipper socks and dim light settings. You can mm-hmm. stay at the Hotel Tempo for two forty three a night. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, f- so like Times Square, where you've got like so I mean, much Times going on. Where I thought it would be a lot more than two. What did you say? 40? This was, okay. This was a Monday night, like a Monday night. Okay, in February, but still, so this is not peak tourism season. That's still pretty impressive for Times mm-hmm. Square, I would say. Now I like this one. This one's a little more pricey. This is the Park Hyatt in New York. It's called the Breit. A restorative sleep suite. It's a 900-foot room. They have an AI-powered smart bed that will adjust your mattress pressure points. What? It also provides a soothing motion, essentially rocking you to sleep on your mattress. What? It adjusts your, the firmness of your mattress to match sleep stages. You can also get satin masks, oil diffusers, and sleep-related books are in your room. What does this cost me, Mindy? Because I need to make a reservation. $1,124. Never mind. (laughs) This is a a lot more expensive. Never mind, but that sounds fucking amazing. (laughs) These are going to get a little more extravagant as we go on. Now, this one's not too bad. This is the Royal Sinesta in Benjamin. I think it's called Benjamin, New York. I'm not sure if that's the city or the name of the hotel. Okay. They have a rest and renew program that offers sleep kits. That includes masks. A sleep lullaby music library, white noise machines, 10 different pillow options, and a power napping kit. What's the power napping kit? I don't know what's in that kit. I didn't get the specifics, but I bet there's almonds. We're going to talk about a pillow menu here, Brooke. Uh, (sighs) Yeah, a pillow menu. They have 10 different pillows, and we're going to go through them. So if you want to be part of our Sleepover Squad... We call these midnight snacks. They're just extra content we're going to throw in our sleepover squad. So mm-hmm. if you want to get some midnight snacks, you can head over there. Yummy. And we're going to talk about the pillow menu. We're going to choose our chose our favorite pillows. I have about 17 different pillows on my bed. Oh, my God. From the descriptions. This oh, this, is this the best night of my life <laughs> have a pillow menu. Uh, Brooke, I know you love Bali. I can just tell. I can just yeah, tell you uh, love Bali. Of course. 
<laughs> that um, is on my have, list. <laughs> I know it's the next on your list. There is um, a Hilton Conrad in Bali. They Ooh. introduced this program called Sway. It's a sleep therapy experience. I'm in. I haven't. Oh, See, this is why I am divine. just like the worst person to tell this shit to because like, <laughs> I'm like, yes, yeah, I'm going to totally schedule it now. You haven't even told me what it is, but I'm like, I'm in. <laughs> it's sound, and I'll tell you why it's called Sway in a moment. Okay. But it's a 60 minute session. So you almost think of this as an add on to your hotel experience sure. where it's almost like a, a spa, spa package. Yeah. So it's a, it's a 60 minute add-on you can add where you do a brief meditation Mm -hmm. you're tucked in with a weighted blanket you have a heated eye mask you get a light pressure point head and neck massage there's aromatherapy involved of course and you climb into and i've seen pictures of this and i'll post pictures online um but it it looks like a cocoon it looks like almost like a, a, a suspended hammock Yes. So you have like your your eye mask, you have your weighted blanket, and you're this hammock. And they call it sway because you gently rock in a rhythmic swaying motion. Mm. It combines various techniques while suspended in this cocoon hammock, inducing sleep relaxation, sleep, and a sense of being nurtured. It was designed, this is their words, it was designed to create the feeling of laying on a fluffy cat, a fluffy fluff. It was designed. <laughs> I'm just getting so into this. I'm like, oh. I'm like sleepy. <sighs> like I'm like, oh, no. It was designed to create the feeling of laying in a fluffy cloud or the dark warmth of a womb. I mean, which is an interesting way to describe something, but it's true though. Like, like even with hydrotherapy, I know I just mentioned it briefly, but it's supposed to be, I mean, sensory deprivation, but also like you're floating on water. It kind of is mm-hmm. like you're in the womb again. Like you can just relax. And I, and, oh, th- where, Bali? Okay, Bali. Bali. So I had to do the, the, <laughs> the conversion from Indonesian Rupa to U.S. Okay. This, from what I could tell, it was only like hundred dollars for this add-on experience and i was like oh give me it i will pay um, i'm gonna this. pay for that experience every night of the trip <laughs> please <laughs> and thank you okay the next one i have is the man mandarin oriental in geneva luxembourg <gasps> they launched a program with the cenas sleep clinic which allows a three-night package in this luxurious hotel experience um, where they actually have doctors that look over your polyosomnograph test that records your sleep parameters and your body movements, and they help identify sleep disorders. So this would be more for someone who wants to do a sleep study. Yes. But doesn't you want to be more in, instead of a clinical setting, to be in a hotel or a home-like setting where you can have a more natural type of sleep study done. So that's a cool one. So this last one is the CIS Senses. Now they've got multiple locations across the world, including Greece, India, Fiji, France. They give guests a curated sleep program. Oh, curated. Mm. The minimum is three nights, and then they have up to a 10-night program you can choose. Wow. Okay. And it's only $1,100 a night. (laughs) Oh, only? Yeah. Per night? Only. Then I could could do the 10 night one easy. (laughs) But let me tell you how amazing this sounds. You get two massages. You get your sleep tracker, of course. 
You get three private yoga or meditation instructions. A head massage. Oh, God. You get sleep amenities, use of sun and steam rooms, sleep medications, and guidance from in-house doctors mm. that are specialized in sleep. Yes, please. <laughs> so you can see, like, it's, it, all the major hotel brands are really catching on to this idea of sleep tourism. That every vacation that we go on doesn't have to be go, go, go. It can just be a relaxation and restorative piece of your life in, in that trend. Or a combination of the two. Or, Maybe you yes. have like three crazy days of sightseeing and then you have and then like go. three days of Relax. just rest. I mean, it's the but best why, way it's to do it. It's important. It's so important because one in three adults do not get enough recommended sleep each night. And it, of course, is perpetuated like we've talked about, the 24-7 technology that we are connected yep. to. And the rise of health conditions like anxiety and depression that can, pe- that can keep people awake. But who is, it, who is this aimed for, right? I mean, people like you who can't rich just people? have insomnia. <laughs> people who are rich. But if you think about it, think about people who have anxiety and to yeah. go into those rooms and be able to really decompress without the social structures around them that would be just able to focus on oneself sounds amazing yeah it's all about removing the outside world right and it's the Mm -hmm. hardest thing to do because that's how we live with our phones with our ipads with our tvs with every little gadget but to remove yourself from that is almost empowering and purposefully to remove yourself from that purposely yes it's almost empowering and it's worth it i think it's worth Mm -hmm. it it really is. The other group of people I think that would really benefit from this is new parents. Oh, you, know, you would being know so about sleep that. deprived <laughs> and, you know, just have someone watch the baby for a few days, travel somewhere that has like a sleep related hotel experience where you can just focus on getting your self care that you need because newborns suck. Nope. They, <laughs> they're, they're beautiful in, in every sense of the word, but they, they suck the sleep out of you. That's what I meant. They suck, they suck the sleep out of you. So, you need that. Right. No, I, I totally understood, <laughs> but it was so funny. Newborns suck. No, great. Now that's going to be my... That that's going to be what you remembered for, like yeah. your quote. Newborns suck. No, Mindy's the best Mindy's a newborn hater. In the whole world, so that goes out Sleep deprivation from new, newborns suck. Let me just that say that. Is, Let me just rephrase that. That's... Yeah. Okay. Yes. Let's not take it out of context, folks. No, that's uh, what I wanted to make sure. It's like, Mindy's the best mom I've ever seen, so no. no thank you. It's sleep deprivation. Yes, yes. The last group of people I feel that would benefit from this is just couples who are looking to connect and just to have that moment where you can just focus on each other, sexy time or connecting as two human beings and just being together and alone and just having that quietness that really brings two people together or more sexy time. Or more sexy time. <laughs> if you don't have a TV in your room, what else are you going to do? Um, sexy time. <laughs> yeah, sexy time. It's good for that. But just to wrap up, like not everyone can afford no. these sleep packages. But there are things we can take from this that we can do in our own homes. Yes. Turn off the TV. Take the TV out of your room even. Put on your diffuser. Buy some sleep masks. Get yourself a robe. Give each other massages. I mean, Ooh. or have ask your cat to give you a massage if you don't have a partner. I'm sorry. Well, um, I, <laughs> thanks, Minnie. I know that was very pointed, <laughs> but my cat. Well, I mean, not everyone massage me. Lucky. Unfortunately, yeah. they have claws, so there's always like, even when they're making yeah. biscuits and kneading, there's still a little claw there. It's you're like, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take a hot shower. Pretend it's like a sauna. Turn up really hot. Get the steam going. You can, you know, light candles. There's things that you can do in your own room. And we can kind of take this idea of tourism, this sleep tourism, and even work it into our own homes as a way to kind of restore ourselves Yeah. at home. But I'd rather go somewhere. I'd rather go to one of these hotels. I think it helps to leave your everyday environment. Yes, I think it's good to incorporate these healthy sleep skills or these healthy sleep habits, of course, because I don't. And (laughs) I'm on this podcast, but I know what I should be doing, but I just can't turn off my iPad. I need it to fall asleep. Mm -hmm. But yes, I think this is an amazing, amazing thing that's happening. It's so cool. And the future will only see where this idea of sleep tourism takes us. Let's go, Brooke. Let's go. The land of Nod, Mindy. (laughs) The land of Nod. So first, I wanted to share my T-shirt. Okay, I see a black T-shirt, but okay, it's it's got gray, and it says, "I like the wine, not the label." I like it. Love it. Do you see more? Date, date, David Rose. Da- oh, <laughs> it's oh, God. yes, 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 but yes. I love it. Too, Are you more of a red like- or more of a white? I see it as more of a <laughs> which I love because one, of the, like, one of the best scenes. It is one of the best scenes of the show, and I, I got, I had to support it by getting this T-shirt because it. it is yes. amazing. Like, love whoever you want to love. I don't care who Absolutely. it is. Just love, love the person love you love. love. Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. Um, whatever whatever color, whatever wine label you have. Whatever we, you wine you label. We don't care, like what they, I can't even remember the exact thing. Or it's like, I like a white. I like a red. I like Sometimes a I like a white with a red. used to Sometimes be a red. <laughs> or yeah. something like that. Perfection. It's yes. like, you know what? Love whoever you want to love, people. I'm just happy if you're happy. Absolutely. Um, I did want to tell you, you know I don't cook, right? I think everybody yep. knows they don't cook. Yeah, not a cooker. I had my parents over for dinner last night. Oh, yay. And they were both like, ah, good job, Brooke. And I know did you. So did you actually cook a meal? No. Oh, <laughs> did you order out? No, I didn't cook, okay. but I prepared a large salad bar. Okay. So it well, was a lot okay, of preparation. Cooking, it was sure. It wasn't cooking. I mean, I did hard boil eggs. It's- I did hard boil eggs, but the rest was just more preparation. But yes, I laid it out in this beautiful spread. I had avocado, I had eggs, I had onions Yum. and cucumbers and everything. I love me a salad bar. Oh, and I yeah, thought I it was so bars. pretty. And my parents were like, you did a good job. And they sounded Aww. like surprised. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I get it. I don't cook, but like... Yeah. I can still do it. Like, if you give me a recipe, I mean, granted, this was a salad, but like, I salads sometimes are a lot of work. And I yeah, had like yeah, seven different dressings. I had, oh my God, chow mein noodles and everything. What kind of dressing did you choose last night? This is going to be weird because it's one okay. of the first time I'm just getting back into this for some reason. French, French dressing. I do like a French. Which French I, and Western are very close. They're and very like yeah. Both. French and yes. Western are very close. But I mean, I yeah. had poppy seed, I had ranch, I had Thousand oh Island, God, I had amazing. Italian, everything you could ever dream of. And my dad got second, so I'm like, 
Oh, yeah. Perfect. Thumbs up you for know, that. Next time you're here, we have this um, place called Jason's Deli. <gasps> yes. They have an amazing salad bar. Like everything you want, on a, everything on there. It used to be by where Mark and I used to work. And yeah. we'd go on our lunch break. And you can just get to go. Like one giant container, Ugh. whatever you can fit in there. And I, it would take me three days to eat the salad. I would love some chickpeas. Yeah, put the dressing on the side. And now I'm mm. like thinking yes, about all the things that I didn't have. But I had. But I mean, you have to draw the line somewhere. I know. I did have so many things. I had tomatoes. I had cheese, and I like cut everything. And it was, and I put it on like a cutting board. Like I presented it. Like I was very proud of myself. Let me know next time you do it. I'll come over. Yes, I will make you a good salad. Oh my god! Oh, it'll be really good. good. I promise. All right, Bessie. That rest of another week. I got nothing exciting to share, so we'll just end on that. Yes. Now it's your turn to do us a favor. <gasps> we gave you all this entertainment, so do us one thing, and that's tell your best friend about the podcast. You can tell the next psychic reader that you go visit. Hopefully. Just make sure they're good at their job. Yeah, first. hopefully. Actually, you probably don't even have to answers. tell them. <laughs> you don't even have to tell them about the podcast because they're going to read your mind. They're going to know it's fabulous. Tell, tell your psychic reader. You can tell your future children oh. that you haven't had yet mm-hmm. about the podcast. I mean, this might be, like, archaic back then, and they'd be like, oh, my God, nope. this is so old, Mom. Start talking to your baby now, Tell them telling now. them about the podcast. Just put those headphones right on your belly. Right on you sound, Sounds good for a newborn, for yes. unborn children. We're very like, calming. Or you can tell your favorite sleep expert at that hotel vacation you take just to get away from it all. Bye. Just tell them about the podcast. Tell them how it helps you sleep bestie that's how we grow that's how we keep coming back each and every week is if you just share with one or two people we appreciate and we love you so much Mm, we do all right bestie until next week keep eating your almonds and wearing your magic (laughs) socks Mm, you know i am (laughs) and until then good night sweet sweet dreams dreams, bitches bitches. (laughs) Oh, any kind of socks. I really do or need to on my socks. I knew you love socks. I want somebody to send you whale socks so badly. <laughs>